thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Welcome. Get hold of your Bible, yes. get a notepad and pen or pencil and take notes. Write down yeah. things that God is saying to you. You can tell I'm old school. Get your pen and paper, right? Get your device, whatever suits you. Get it and don't lose anything that God may say to you because uh, when he speaks something to us, he's stocking the shells of our life so that when we're faced with with challenges, we already have the supplier ready and waiting for that, that opposition. Amen. We're uh, talking about the flow of worship. And one of the things I guess we could call it our golden statement is we're taking something that Brother Copeland, which I so appreciate that he made this statement. He said, when you pray, you lay hold of things. But when you praise, you win battles. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You've got to learn to stand your ground. Yes. We're not, when we talk about battles, we're not talking about defeating the enemy again, but we're talking about overcoming any opposition that would try to challenge our victory. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so worshiping and praising God is a vital key to walking in the victory that belongs to us. I've been reiterating and uh, going back to something that God said to Brother Norval Hayes. Years ago, Brother Norval was a precious man of God with a strong healing ministry, teaching on faith. And God said something to him years ago. And just because Brother Norval's gone to heaven, we don't want to let the words fall. We want to be good steward of the stewards of the light and the revelation that came through that precious man of God. And this is what God said to him on one occasion. He said, my children basically love me, but they live in poverty and sickness and defeat. They don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. Now, what we're talking about when we say enough, it's not enough to earn something. It's, it's long enough. We're not worshiping him enough to earn something, but we're worshiping him long enough for the anointing to come into manifestation. And then that anointing will destroy the yoke. And so he said, uh, they don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough, or we could say long enough. You're teaching faith and confession. You're praying for the sick, but you need to worship me more. Now, this is what God said to Brother Norval. And he said, and you need to teach my people to worship me more. I'm their God. And they're my children. If you'll teach my children to worship me more, I will do great and mighty things for them. Now, you need to go back to the previous episodes 
to see what we broke those statements down and spent a little bit more time with them. We're finishing up this fourth statement that, that God said to Brother Norville that if you'll teach my children to worship me more, I'll do great and mighty things for them. Not just for the pastor, but for them. Amen. And we see this, that God is offering us great and mighty things. That's the flow he intends for us. That's what he authored for us. But as we worship, we step into the place where great and mighty things can flow. Because when we step into worship, we step into God's flow. Yes. Yeah. Amen. If we step into fear, that's not God's flow. No. Right. We step into worry, that's not God's flow. Right. We yeah. step into doubt, that's not God's flow. We step into panic, that's not God's flow. But worship, as we worship, it will safeguard us to keep us out of the wrong flows right. so that we stay in the flow that God can manifest through yeah. and meet our needs. Amen. 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 So... Uh, God longs to do for his children. I, 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 love, I love this statement. If you'll teach my children to worship me more, I'll do. I'll do. They won't have to do. I'll do. Amen. We, we do our part of believing. We do our part of obedience, but he does the work of power. Amen. Now, when we worship God, that is an act of faith. So when we worship God, Faith opens the door to God because it's a faith flow. Amen. Amen. Worship is the open door through which God can come through because that is an act of faith. Amen. 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 Now, God performs great and mighty things for worshipers. Decide that you. Decide that you. But him wanting to do great and mighty things, we have to be receivers. Yes, we do. Of great and mighty things. Yeah. Now, uh, we don't want to rob ourselves by thinking small. Because yeah. we're talking about what God calls great and mighty, not right. what right. we call great and mighty. Yeah. What God calls great and mighty. Yeah. We don't want to go on tilt up here and limit what he can do, right. what degree of great and mighty things yes. we can experience. Yeah. Amen. We don't want to limit that. Amen. 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 So we must, if I could say this, make sure that we are enlarged enough to receive a great and mighty flow. Amen. Yeah. His word enlarges us, obeying his word, spending time in the presence of God. You can't get in the presence of God who is so great. Yes. You know, uh, the word calls him great. <laughs> you can't get around greatness Stay around greatness, fellowship with greatness, be a student of greatness and remain and be anything less than great. And and just stay in a flow that's less than great. Amen. Amen. Being with him, spending time with him will hold us in a great flow. And the more we receive of that great flow, the greater the flow can become. Amen. 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 We were looking at, um, I, want, I want you to see in Psalms chapter 119, we looked at this last time, but I want us to look at it again because it's so good and I want to spend a little bit more time with it. Psalms chapter 119 in verse 32, the psalmist writes, I will run the way of thy commandments. Now notice this, what a hunger, yeah. what a desire that you're running towards yes. what God says. Yes. 
I will run the way of thy commandments, meaning the direction his commandments tell me to go in, I run that way. Yeah. I'm not running a different way. Yeah. I'm running in line with the commandments. Yes. I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. The more enlarged, or if we could say this, the more strengthened your spirit is, the more you can contain of what he offers. Wow, that's An increased flow. Now, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, I want to read the Doddridge translation. Now, Paul was writing, and he was referring to the love of God. But I want you to see a truth here about an enlarged heart, an enlarged spirit, an enlarged capacity to receive. Before we do that, and and, and I used this illustration last time, when my grandbabies come into uh, our hospitality room here at the church, I have a candy dish, and I'll tell them, Honey, get some, put it in your pockets. And their little old hand could only hold like two or three pieces. And I'm going, no, 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 that's not going to last you for the day. So I'd get my hand. And because of the the, the enlargement of my hand compared to theirs, the quantity was more. The capacity of my hand was greater than their hands. So they, I could lay hold of more. Same thing with your spirit. Same thing with your spirit to enlarge it, to hold, contain more. Now, in in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, Paul, as I said, was talking about the love of God. But we see a truth, though, about the spirit of man. And uh, this is the Doddridge translation, and I want to read it. And I'll kind of read it so because there's so much in it. Paul says, I wish you more enlarged apprehension of it. And he was talking about your apprehension of the love of God. That so you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Your expanded hearts. Look at that, expanded, not restricted, not constricted, not limited. But your expanded hearts being dilated more and more may be rendered capable of admitting larger degrees than ever of divine love and more ample indwellings of divine consolation till at length you arrive at that happy state in which you shall attain to a full perfection in the knowledge and the enjoyment of God. Are you kidding me? It's like get on this table and dance. (laughs) But it shows us that our spirits can be uh, schooled to hold more. As knowledge grows, capacity grows. Smith Wigglesworth, an English preacher, made the statement, I'm a thousand times larger on the inside than I am on the outside. Amen. That comes from spending time with God, feeding, meditating on the word, being doers of the word. You understand that? Doers, doers of the word, not just hearers, but doers of the word. Spending time worshiping him. All of these things flow together to complement the flow of God in our lives. Worshiping God not only positions us to receive great and mighty things, 
but it also keeps us safe with what we receive. Wow. Yes. That's wow. So that what we receive doesn't turn into something we serve. That's wow. We don't start putting our faith on the things we yeah. receive, but our faith is held in God. Amen. Worshiping God keeps you mindful of Him yeah. instead of longing toward things. Mm. Listen, good. God longs for you to have every desire met. Yes. I like things. <laughs> Anybody else in this room yeah. like things? Anybody else out there, you like things? Yeah. I, and yeah. Listen, God gives us all things richly to enjoy, not to serve, but to enjoy. There is no, if you enjoy the things, God wants them for you as long as you enjoy them. But if we start serving them, then we're not safe with them. God won't take them from us, but the thing that don't ever turn enjoyment into something you serve. So worshiping God will allow, will enable us to receive great and mighty things from him. But worshiping God will also hold our focus and attention on him. And off of just with having a goal of acquiring things. I don't make money amounts my goal for my life. I make the fulfillment of his plan the goal for my life. And whatever amounts are needed to fulfill that plan, I'm going after it. Amen. Amen. It's about him and his plan. It's about him and his plan. And in his plan for your life, he wants you to enjoy things. Amen. He wants us to have things. He want, Listen, we should be an example of the father we belong to. Amen. God doesn't need examples of poverty in the earth. He needs examples of people with dilated, expanded hearts yeah. that are that worship him and are able to receive of the grandness of his of his abundance. Amen. Amen. As our success, as as our increase, our success, and our influence grows, spending time in God's presence, worshiping him, is vital to keeping out pride. Wow. That's so good. Understand that. You can't be a worshiper of God and pride get a hold of you. Yeah, that's good. Because worship, I'm talking about when your heart is engaged in this worship. I'm not talking about a form of worship, but the heart is removed. I'm talking about when the heart is in worship, it recognizes there is nothing that matches the view of him. Yeah. I am nothing to, right. I, I, there's nothing in me to be fixed on. Right, right. Amen. He is the focus. Worship helps us keep our hearts right Mm -hmm. so that we handle the blessings of God with a right heart, with right motive, with right intent, and to do the right thing with the blessings we receive. We, it's, it's not safe for us to want something just so we can feel better about ourselves. Our identity is not in what we possess or don't possess. We have to find out who we are in him, who yeah. he made yeah. us to be. That's, right. That's the foundation. That's right. Amen. Amen. And it's not about trying to get great and mighty things in our life so that we can feel that we're of worth. Yeah. 
We are of worth because of the price that was paid for us, the precious blood of Jesus. My worth is in him. My value is in him. And I'm not trying to do something out here to make me feel like I'm worth it. I'm worth it because of who I belong to. And it's not my doing, it's him. And therefore, there's no, there's no reason to focus on the person but to worship the one who brought us into his image. Amen. 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 Now go with me, if you would, to Psalms chapter 34 and verse 1. Psalms 34, verse 1. The psalmist writes this, so important for your life. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I want to take just those words a few at a time. I will. It's a a choice of my will. I will bless the Lord. It doesn't say, I feel like blessing the Lord today. If all we do is is worship God based on feeling, we're going to rob ourselves of the highest flow. I will bless the Lord. That's a choice of my will. I set my will that I am a worshiper. I will bless him. Now look at this. I will bless the Lord. Look at this phrase at all times. At times when things are in place Mm -hmm. and at times when things are out of place. There's no time I'll ever face that doesn't call for me blessing the Lord. Every time. All the times. All the times of my life. I'm to bless him. All the times of your life, you're to bless him. Because there's many times in our lives, but at all times, we're assigned to blessing him. And then his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Look, in this verse, we have an assignment. When you face a difficult situation, you say, I don't know what to do. Yes, you do. At all times. At all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. I do know what to do at all times. Uh, When difficult situations say, I I just don't understand. No, 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 no. That's That's not the answer. At all times, I will bless him. I will bless him. Because it's while we are blessing him that any specific instructions we need about that time will be heard. Praising Him, worshiping Him, blessing Him, focusing on Him puts our attention on Him and off of our problem. We don't don't hear our answer for our problem while our attention is on our problem. We can receive and hear the answer for our problem when our attention is on the one who has the answer. Yes. Amen. So while we're blessing him at all times, then we'll have our answer at all times. Yeah. We'll hear our answer at all times. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that when you're fearful, you don't hear your answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when true. you're worried, you're not hearing. Yeah. Not right. hearing yeah. from God. Yeah. When you're doubting, you're not hearing the yeah. answer. Right. Yeah. Blessing is the flow. Blessing the Lord yeah. is the flow to where you hear. Yeah. So worshiping, 
will help you be a hearer. Yes. Amen. 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 And then it says, his praise shall continually. Look at that word, continually. It doesn't necessarily mean 24 hours a day in the sense of you're going to be sleeping sometime. Right. You're going to be eating sometimes. Your mouth will have something else going on at sometimes. Right. right. right? And when it says his praise shall continually, he means lifestyle. Yeah. And all throughout the day, all throughout the day, his praise shall continually be where? In my mouth. Ah, it can't just be in my thoughts. Yes. It's not enough that it's in my thoughts. It's good to have thoughts of him. It's good to have right thoughts, but it needs to be in your mouth. Why? Because God hastens to his word to perform it. And when you're, when you're praising him, you're on his word. (laughs) And then you're giving him something to perform. It's got to be in our mouths. Faith can't be released except through your mouth. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Amen. Amen. You can think, faith is in your spirit. And we should have faith thoughts. Now that faith thoughts don't come from the mind. They come from the spirit. Because as we renew our mind, we should think in line with faith thoughts. Mm -hmm. But you cannot spend your faith by thinking faith thoughts. Right. Likewise, you can't spend your praise by thinking praise words. That's right. That's right. They have to be in our mouth. Yes. I said they have to be in our mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To praise him, uh, there is never a day or a time that his praise is not to be in our mouth. And this is why many times if people would just make this correction, they'll get back in the flow to where now they hear God, they hear answers for their life. Listen, I've been there. One of the, one of the, one of the, the temptations or the tests that can come when you're faced with a test is the enemy will say, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. And that will bombard the mind. And fear tries, Fear speaks to you. You don't yeah. know what to do. You don't know right, what to do. Right. And then if you're not careful and guarded in your thought life, you become fearful over what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's good. I've been there. When that was one of the strategies and the devices of the enemy to try to make me fearful of what I did not know that I needed to know. Yeah. Right. And I just had to take the stand. Father, you will bring me into what I need to know, yes. but not while I'm focused on what I don't know. Yeah. So I just worship you for bringing me into the knowledge. And sometimes I'll hear a sermon. Sometimes he'll direct me to a book. Mm-hmm. It's not just me doing nothing. It's yeah. me paying attention to how he's leading right. me to bring right. me into right. that knowledge. Yeah. Sometimes just studying the word for myself, yeah. hearing hearing from the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. And so uh, when you need to know, do not become fearful over what you don't know. Just do what you do know and keep praising the one who knows. And as you praise the one you know, who does know, he'll bring you into what you need to know. Amen. Amen. It settles everything. It comes... And, and when you don't know, you say, I will know. Yes. I'll know. I'll know. I'll know. Amen. We must, when it says his praise shall continually be in my mouth, you know what this is talking about? A spiritual habit. A spiritual habit. You know, we have habits in the natural and habits in the natural are good. Not all habits are bad. Right? Uh, but there are good natural habits to have. Yeah. 
It's good to get up and get dressed. It's good to get up and brush your hair. Good to get up and brush your teeth. And, you know, it's good to get up and clean your room, make your bed, all these things. These things that we do in a habit, just in a routine. These things are good. Why? Because it helps keep things in place and we don't wait for a leading to brush our hair. We don't wait for a leading. We don't wait for an unction. We don't right. wait for a feeling. Right. We don't yeah. wait for the anointing yeah. to clean our room. Well, some may, but <laughs> that's a bad habit. You don't have to wait for something. When you put a habit in place, the habit will bring you into that flow of excellence yeah. Yeah. because there's a habit there yeah. that you just do it. Well, there are also spiritual habits we need to have. Yeah. And one of those is praising. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Why? Because when we have that spiritual habit, then we don't have to wait to feel something. We don't have to wait to be instructed to do something. The habit is leading us to it. Amen. Amen. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now think of this, because I said this, is that worshiping is an act of faith. Isn't that right? Yes. Praising God is an act of faith. Yes. Why? Because you're worshiping and praising someone you don't see. Yes. You're dealing with the unseen. Yes. And that takes faith. Yes. So when you're worshiping and praising, you're in the flow of faith. Yeah. If you will put into your habit, his praise shall continually be in my mouth, you're continually in the flow of faith. Wow. That's an act of faith continually. And you, we all need our faith many times at a moment's notice. And we've got it already moving that day. We've already connected our tongues to our hearts where our faith resides as we worship, as we praise. So as you're going down the road in your car, worship your father. I worship. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. I worship. (laughs) But you understand, make it a habit. Put it in place. And as you do, you're keeping your tongue hooked up to your spirit. And that's where your faith flows from, is your spirit. And you've got your tongue hooked up to your faith. Amen. Amen. What a help to know these things. The reason we're able to be with you today, the reason the Jesus the Healer broadcast is able to come to your home or wherever you're watching this is because Kenneth Copeland Ministries has sown a precious, mighty seed to this ministry. They have invited us to be on this channel and we are completely honored. It's one of the highlights of our life to get to share the word with you. They they do not charge us a penny for the airtime. They sow it completely. And so I would encourage you, if this ministry, these messages are a blessing to your life, if you're not already, pray about becoming a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries because the things that we're taught here will, will make the difference of life and death. That's right. yes. Amen. Yes. It's a rescue for people. It is a, a help. Yes. Answers. It's life for us yes. to hear the word. Amen. Yes. So go to kcm.org and sign up to become a partner. We've been teaching out of our book, Worship. We invite you to get hold of your copy. You can go to our website at deframeministries.org and get your copy. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit deframeministries.org. 
Nancy Dufresne's book, Daily Healing Bread from God's Table, contains daily portions of healing bread for you to feast on and meditate on in your thought life throughout the day. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.